Hi, this is Pastor Wade Floyd coming to you from First United Methodist Church of Lake Jackson. This is our weekly message. We're so glad that you have joined us. We hope this message will bless you. So we are talking about Abraham today and the promises made to him by God. We'll uh, pick up the story in Genesis chapter 17. We'll read verses 1 through 7 and down in uh, 15 and 16. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. And I will make my covenant between me and you and will make you exceedingly numerous. Then Abram fell on his face and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You shall be the ancestor of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For I have made you the ancestor of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. God said to Abraham, As for Sarah, your wife, you shall no longer call her Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. I will bless her, and moreover, I will give you a son by her. I will bless her, and she shall give rise to nations. Kings of people shall come from her. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, we give you thanks and praise for your word. We ask that you would open our hearts, open our minds. Let us hear from you today. Amen. So, some promises given take a while to come true. And the same is true with hopes and dreams we may have for our life. They take time to come to fruition. In this way, promises, along with hopes and dreams, can be seen like a seed planting in the garden. Uh, we, the weather, well, we're kind of, we're getting close to spring, right? But we're, when I went to Home Depot the other day, and I go to, you go to other uh, places that have the lawn and garden section, they have all the flowers out there. They have seeds there. They have plants, and everybody is kind of getting ready that, that spring is around the corner, and so they're getting ready for uh, this time when you plant and you get ready. Now, each of these plants that, that you see there, they take a certain amount of time before it produces what you are after with it. So sometimes it happens right away. So they have the pre-grown flowers, the annuals that, that have to be regrown every year. And so you have those and you get those that, and they have that beauty that they create. Or you can get flowers that they come back every year, those perennials type of flowers like tulips that they come back each year and you get to enjoy their beauty for years to come. With vegetable plants, it depends on the plant. Sometimes it takes a few weeks, sometimes it takes uh, a couple months, uh, but whatever it may be, it takes a little while for it to grow and for it to get to your table where you eat it. Now for trees, it takes longer for them to produce. 
some take somewhere between 20 and 30 years to be fully mature, while others, like many fruit trees, they take somewhere between two and seven years when you actually get the fruit, and then they keep producing for a while. The timing of when a plant produces is also affected by soil conditions and how much sun and water they get and what type of weather is going on. The same is true of promises. All promises given, all of our hopes and dreams, they take time. They take a certain amount of time for them to come to fruition. It depends on the type of promise made and what we are dreaming about, what we are hoping for that determines how long. Like plants and trees, there's conditions that that have to happen for these to come true. For Abraham and Sarah, the, the story that we are talking about today from the Bible, it took time for God's promises to come true. And as we will see, some of those promises didn't come in their lifetime even. We know that uh, at the beginning of our passage today, Abraham is 99 years old. And the promise that was made to him, one of them is, is happening in our passage. But many of them happened before then, um, as it was talked about in the uh, video there. The promise, here's the promises that we want to talk about with, with Abraham said that he is going to be a father of many nations, have descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, that he would inherit the holy land, the promised land, and have children of his own. The first of these promises, uh, most of these promises uh, happened when he was about 75 years old. So when he was 86, the first of these promises came true. Um, Hagar gave birth to his first son, Ishmael. A second promise came true when 25 years after, uh, so when he was 100, so 75, when he was 100, Abraham and Sarah had a child, a son named Isaac. Now, I don't know about you, but 25 years is a long time to wait for something. We heard about the kids this morning. They said they may die if they have to wait that long, you know, always give, uh, I love when kids are asked questions like that. So 25 years ago for us was 1999. So way back in last century, as uh, our Gen Zers may, may say, uh, all the way back in the 20th century. Now, if you haven't been alive for 25 years yet, think about 10 years ago. So, so kind of as an equivalent. So in 1999, the words texting and blog came into the cat- our vocabulary. The euro currency that uh, many nations in Europe use began. The uh, U.S. women's national soccer team won the World Cup that year. Um, Music downloading started that year, and uh, a sad event happened. The Columbine uh, tragedy happened that year. The top grossing movie was Star Wars Episode One. Now we have nine of those, along with a whole bunch of other movies. But that was the the fourth of those movies to come out. Noteworthy other movies that happened, um, came out in 99, are The Matrix, Toy Story 2, and Austin Powers. 25 years ago, a quarter century. That's a long time to wait. Think about that. Think about where you were at 
1999. What you were doing, where you lived, what was going on in your life. The next promise to come true would be living into the name of Abraham, which we are told in Scripture means father of many nations. After Sarah passed away, um, Abraham remarried and had six more sons, so he ended up having eight sons in total. From these eight sons, the people groups of the Israelites, Ishmaelites, Edomites, Amalekites, a lot of ites here, Gizanites, Midianites, Assyrians, Moabites, and the Ammonites came from all of those. These nations took a few hundred years to really come to fruition, and so, and in the case of the Israelites, it took them about 650 years to really become a nation when they left Egypt and uh, went out and that actually leads into the next promise, the inheriting of the Holy Land. The Israelites truly became a nation when they left Egypt after the Exodus, uh, splitting off from their former masters. And after wandering through the desert, they came to the Holy Land. They came into the promised land that was told to Abraham that he would be inheriting, that his descendants would inherit. Going into the promised land fulfilled a 700-year-old promise. It took 700 years for this one, for, uh, the, for this promise to come to fruition. Now, 700 years ago was the 1300s, and so some events from then, which I know you're on the edge of your seat, the Ottoman Empire had just begun, and that would last until about 100 years ago. So they they lasted about 600 years, the Ottoman Empire. The famed Marco Polo had completed his travels and was telling people of the far-off lands he went to. The Black Death claimed 25 million lives that year, wiping out about a third of the European population. The Hundred Years' War went on between France and England. The Renaissance was starting, and more uh, closer to us, the Mexica um, uh, native peoples founded the city of uh, Tenochtitlan, thank you, I said it wrong, Uh, which today is known as Mexico City. So that city has been around for 700 years. So far we have looked at promises that took somewhere between 11 and 700 years. That's a wide range, but there are two more dates that dwarf these numbers. For the final promise to fully come true, the promise that Abraham would have descendants more numerous to the stars, uh, it took a long time. And really, we don't see that coming into fruition until really after Jesus came. When when Jesus came, uh, that is when that really came to fruition. Because the descendants then would would grow and grow and grow. And we as Christians become became through Jesus, we are descendants of Abraham. We are children of Abraham. So Jesus, we know Jesus lived about 2,000 years ago. But did you know that 2,000 years before Jesus is when Abraham lived? So 4,000 years ago, most biblical scholars agree, that's when Abraham lived and right around 2,000 B.C., Now, three major religions draw their heritage from Abraham. 
from the promise of having descendants as numerous as the, there are stars in the sky. Christianity has 2.4 billion uh, people who follow it. That's billion with a B, 2.4 billion. Uh, add to that the, the other two religions, Islam and Judaism, and you get 4.4 billion people who are linked to Abraham today, right now as we speak. There's around 8 billion people in the world. So over half of the world is part of the promise that God made to Abraham 4,000 years ago. Now, uh, I had to look this up, and those uh, people who know more about this than me, they can correct me later. Um, but what, what, I heard, what I found was that we can see around 10,000 stars um, uh, without the help of telescopes. So the number of descendants of Abraham has far outdone that number long ago. Meaning that the promises to Abraham, I, I think the promises that Abraham was given is still alive. Uh, it, it's seen in, in us still. So we had uh, the VBS song uh, that growing up, uh, many of y'all probably know it, about uh, Father Abraham had many sons. Many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them and so are you. So let's all praise the Lord. And then you do the different things with it. Um, I'm not going to do all of that. But um, through Jesus, we are children of Abraham. We are sons and daughters of Abraham. We are heirs to the promise that was made. Now the promise... The, the final promise that was made that I wanted to talk about this morning is the promise that through Abraham, all nations, the whole world would be blessed through him. And that happens still today in our faith in, God, in Abraham's ultimate son, Jesus. Our challenge is to remember that we are part of that blessing, that promise that was given to Abraham is given to us, and that we are to bless the world. We are to bless the nations. We are to take that blessing and to pass it on. The blessings poured out on us by God are not to be stored up and stowed away somewhere, but instead are to be used so that others know that God loves them, God wants them, wants to be in relationship with them, and wants to bless them. So I, my challenge is pick someone this week to bless through the ways in which you are blessed. Go and bless somebody else. Uh, go and find someone who may be less fortunate than you. Go find someone who can never repay it, pay it back. Go and share wisdom with somebody. However it is, go and use the blessings that you have been given to bless the world around you. Go and bless people just as you have been blessed. You'll be amazed at what some very simple acts of kindness and blessing can do for both the giver and the receiver. Amen? Let us pray. Lord, we give you thanks and praise for uh, Father Abraham and the promises given to him, Lord, and how we are heirs of that promise, how we have been blessed by you 
going all the way back 4,000 years ago, we are connected back to this uh, amazing man who was a man of faith, Lord. Help us to have faith in you. Help us to remember that we are blessed by you. Help us to count those blessings, Lord, and help us to bless others, Lord. Just as we have been blessed, let us pour out those blessings on others. We ask this all in your son's name. Thank you for joining us for our sermon message. We hope this, this has blessed you in some way. Please see our notes below for if you have a prayer request or if you would like to learn more about our church.